What up, Panther fans? I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. Welcome back, guys. Cheers. What's up? Good times. You guys have a good weekend? Glad to be back? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't really... I don't know what I did. If you don't remember, then it was a good time. That's what I say. <laughs> By default. <laughs> exactly. You're not like uh, emotionally scarred or anything. Well, yeah, I mean, there could be some trauma or something, but that's obviously been repressed. So that's future Ryan's problem to deal with, you know? <laughs> Guess so. <laughs> How about you, Tim? You have a good weekend? Yeah. Went to a friend's wedding. It was fun. Monday night brewing. Free beer again from the taps. United won again. That's always fun. Winning, winning is fun, man. I think we need to do that this year, Georgia State. Win a lot. I think, I think you may be onto something because I feel like I have a good time every time I go to a Georgia State event. But when we win, I feel even better afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> it reinforces positive momentum. Exactly. It encourages me to keep on doing what I've been doing because you, know, you, you have your traditions and your superstitions. And if I get really, you know, just wasted before a game and we win, I should get wasted before every game. But if I get wasted and then we lose, then I didn't get wasted waste. enough. I didn't get wasted enough. I'm not going to change that up whatsoever at all. I'm still going to do it. Exactly. So, well, here we did it, guys. This is our last episode before we actually have legit football games to talk about coming up so I thought you were gonna say our last episode before we have legit episodes before we have legit episodes it's in the off season you know it's been behind the scenes just the making of yeah our last off season episode of the year which is cool yeah i think that at this point we're now we're at 105 episodes i think we should actually break them out the seasons now this should be season three you know episode 52 or whatever and then next week would be season season three episode one next week Whatever you want to do, David. Whatever you want to do. I'm going to wish I didn't swallow that incorrectly and have to cough right now. <laughs> oh, David's going to die Dude, on did camera. You, did you crack a can <laughs> but you're drinking out of a glass? I have two beverages. I have the beer that I cracked open for the start, and I have the, the vodka cocktail that I drank because, um, well, it's delicious and I like it. <laughs> that's that's the reason you should drink things. So Exactly. Exactly. Hydration, <laughs> my ass. So anyhow, guys, all right. Uh, are you guys excited? I mean, we actually have like legit football to talk about next week tonight. It's, who knows? But uh, I'm excited. I mean, next week, we still don't have like legit football to talk about because it's still going to be like the lead up. We won't have seen this, you know, any football yet, but we'll at least like have some like a single like, you know, focal point. Well, uh, if everything goes according to plan, I will have uh, some guy, at least one guy from the Army football podcast as for football coming on to talk about the game so we'll have uh something that's inappropriate what did you say as football as for football <laughs> yeah you put an extra s in there as for football oh man yeah so uh, ryan you're gonna actually have to do some research over this week and learn who's on the team and who plays what position and what a nickel defense is so <laughs> Okay, I'm on it. <laughs> because, because I don't know any of that stuff. <laughs> I'm on it, man. I'll do it. It's all, it's all me. You can count on me, David. I'll, yeah. I will show oh, up. Oh, I'll be totally prepared. If there's one thing I can count on, it's definitely Ryan to be prepared for a podcast episode. So um, we got some stuff I want to talk about tonight. But before we get into it, uh, just I kind of I wanted to have uh, somebody on tonight to talk about like the season as a whole, just our predictions into it, but couldn't get anybody to come on. So real quick. 
uh, what are your expectations? Just, you know, going into the season, win loss total, what are you thinking? Ryan, you go first. Oh, you want me? Okay. Look, because I did. I did my homework uh, on this one. Uh, so I did do a little pre, pre-work. pre But, uh, I, you know, I, it's the first time I really looked at the entire schedule and, like, looked at each and every game. I put mm-hmm. in a spreadsheet and decided whether or not I thought it was a win or a loss, you know? So you're, you're heading to week zero doing what I did, like, within minutes of the schedule coming out a few yeah. months ago. Okay, I mean, I, I've done it in my head, so I sort of had an idea of, like, what I thought about each game, but I had never put it all together in one place. But okay. it turns out I feel pretty good about the season, and I thought I was going to be down. I had eight and four. Um, and that was with losses at UNZ and Auburn. Uh, that was loss at, uh, let me see what I had. I had a loss at Coastal and a loss at App State and and really just wins everywhere else. And you know what? I think well, it's that, pretty realistic yeah, that's, to have that's, wins. That's how, math, that's how math works, Ryan. When you pick the four losses, <laughs> then you got to have to win the rest of them. But the thing uh, is, is I don't think I'm, I'm stretching here. I think – Every single one of those other games, we should be uh, we we should be picked to win those games. Every single other game there, maybe Lafayette would, would be the toss up. But you know, if we lose the games we're supposed to lose and win the games we're supposed to win, we're eight and four. <laughs> All right, I like it. I like that. That would be the best record we've ever done regular season. Well, That's right. That, I mean, I, that, that best record we've ever on the team. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty realistic expectation. What about you, Tim? Where are you at? I'm either seven five or eight and four. I'm kind of. <laughs> Oof. There's there's a couple games that I, I need to figure that out. What what do you have? What do you have? Do you well uh, before we get into my uh, completely bogus response? Uh, do you also have us losing both to App and to Lafayette? Because no, I didn't you have us losing. No. Oh, you had you had you had App and Coastal. Right? App and Coastal. Okay, okay. You you have those both as well. All right, I uh, I have I have us beating App this year. I'm fine with that. I think we. I think we definitely beat App. I, and I base my number not off of like particular games, but I definitely think we beat App this year. And I'm going to go ahead and say, well, we and we obviously beat Southern, but I think we still we win one of the two between uh, Lafayette and Coastal. Because one, I think that Coastal is just a, last year was a fluke, and they'll come back to graces. Plus, the beatdown we took from them last year, it's going to be every player's mindset to to change that to to embarrass them at their house and that well. If you can be any more embarrassed than playing on a teal field to incur or inflict that upon them in the game. And I think, you know, Lafayette, uh, our time is coming with them as well, just like it is with the App State. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm shooting eight and four, nine and five, or nine and three, I think. All right. Uh, you know, the Lafayette win, the reason I'm confident in that, um, just because it sounds like we're all pretty confident that that ends up happening. But, um, you know, last year we should have we should have won that game, uh, and the only the only bad thing that ha- ended up happening was our defensive coordinator was out with COVID. You know, what I mean, he wasn't call, calling the plays. Wrong uh, game, wrong game. You're thinking about Arkansas State. That was Arkansas State, but oh shoot! Well, I have a similar ending too. So, ha! I mean, we're no, close. Yeah. Lafayette Lafayette game last year was they were coming off that high of beating Iowa State. And right. I guarantee, I guarantee you, most people from Lafayette could not find Iowa on a map of the country. But uh, they're coming off that high of that with their old 19 uh, ranking, and they came in the stadium and we gave it to them as hard as we could. That's right, I remember that. Was that was, and it was an overtime. It was an overtime. Yeah, it was overtime. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was high scoring, I, right? I mean, it was an offense-heavy game still, wasn't it? I believe it was. 
it wasn't like the Arkansas State game we were thinking of, but yeah, it was a um, it was a, it was a good game. Arkansas State, a good was game. Like, what in the fifties, wasn't it? Yeah, I think like, they yeah uh, combined for over a hundred points or something, and we still and we lost like two or something ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, we we put we put a lot of points up. All right, we're getting a question from uh, from James Lill, and I don't know what the what he's asking. Can you help with a week zero point spread? I um, I don't luck. know. The wrong podcast for you, Mister. <laughs> we are not playing on week zero. Yeah, yeah. Georgia State's not playing week zero, so I guarantee you we cover the spread in week zero. If you want, <laughs> I, I that, that's that's all I got. <laughs> but we will be at uh, game day this weekend. Uh, but thank you for subscribing. We appreciate it, James. So. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm pretty high on on this team uh, for this season. I think it's going to be a um, obviously probably going into it. It should be one of our best seasons we've ever had, if not the best season. It should be the best. No, it should be the best season we've ever had for Georgia State football this year. The pieces are there. Yeah, and not, like not I said, the uh, dark horse kind of thing that we have going on. I, I want to keep it. <laughs> I don't want us to come out and like everyone's like, oh, they're they're actually really good. I want us to be the dark horse that just emerges and beats the crap out of everyone. Yeah, I uh, I don't think anybody that's a fan of Georgia State should pay attention to like some belt focused things because who cares about this conference? I pay attention to it so you don't have to, uh, so I can come in here and tell tell them all that's wrong. Uh, there's only uh, yes, Georgia State is being talked about amongst the Sun Belt people as a dark horse team that that, that that could be the surprise team, and I think it's a surprise only to everyone else. I think that Georgia State fans recognize where we're at, and this is. Uh, really should be our breakout year. Uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that's what I keep saying is, you know, it seems like the only bad thing people have to say about our team um, is is that we have a tough schedule. And, you know, I was looking at the schedule, and, I, you know, I disagree. So <laughs> I think so, it's fine. Uh, I think there's a lot of winnable games there. It's ranked as the toughest schedule in conference, uh, Ryan. Yeah, it's a, it. it's not, but, uh, you know, like you say, it's the Sun Belt. So, like, part what does that of, really mean? What does that mean? I think part of that, it's, it's twofold. It's we have uh, two P5 games, whereas I'm pretty sure every other Sun Belt team has one P5 game. Uh, and we have legit P5 games. It's not like Coastal playing Kansas for the third time in three years that they've already beaten them twice. And then we're, we play in the East Division of the Sun Belt, which is, I think one article even said that the East Division of the Sun Belt is the toughest G5 division in college football. So we have those two things going against you. You're going to have a tough schedule. And I don't even know if they take into account the fact we have that murderous row of three away games in November. Yeah. It's a tough schedule. It is a tough schedule. Uh, we don't – finishing the out-of-conference at Auburn and then coming straight home to Appalachian State. Man. Just App State and Lafayette and whatever. Like, it's not – that's not tough, man. Yeah, but it's the it's the order of the games. Like I yeah. said, yeah. coming 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 – Four straight weeks, ending uh, playing at Auburn, coming home. Thankfully, to Appalachian State, just not the way. Like if it was, uh, if you flip flop weeks five and six, and we were coming home to Monroe, and then App, sure, okay, yeah. But now, now I'm talking about we have a chance to kind of, uh, you know, rebound a little bit. But it's it's going to be tough. The, the guys have got when Georgia State goes nine and three, or ten and two in the season, they're going to be a ranked powerhouse team because it's a tough it's a tough road ahead for them. <laughs> so what you're really saying is the Sun Belt did us no favors and set the bar really high for us to win. Pretty much, pretty much. Sounds about like that. Sounds about right for the Sun Belt. Hey, John says that he thought that Monroe had a tougher schedule. Yeah, because they're Monroe. 
Yeah, every, every, every game. Cool. <laughs> yeah. When your team sucks, you you obviously have uh, no. I, uh, I John, I know I know what you're talking about. Uh, having a tougher, I think it's between the two of us, and it really depends on which uh, which author you're looking at, whatever. But I, I want to say that we did get ranked by ESPN or CBS or one of the guys is having the toughest schedule, but I could be making that up to make us sound better. I saw, um, I read an underdog dynasty. Uh, they were giving the under overs on different teams and they gave, they voted or somebody said that they were going to take the under on ULM and it was, oh, oh. it was one and a half wins for the season. They were like, I don't, I don't know who else they beat besides their, their I, FCS team. I, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. An over and under of one and they're going under. I'm like, ouch. Good God. And they didn't, I think they could have picked any team they wanted to, to pick the under and they went with the one and a half under. Right. Cause they, they didn't pick a team from every, like every single team in the conference. They picked just uh, uh cherry pick them. So yeah. 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 Uh, do you guys have any bold predictions for this season? Tim, you get to go first this time. <clears throat> That's uh, fair. We'll knock off Auburn. There you go. I mean, do you, do you do you really believe that? I mean, a bold prediction is something you're supposed to believe in, not just something that you uh, I do believe. You're that, you're, so. you're going to say, "All right, I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, what you got, Ryan?" Uh, my bold prediction, since you said it didn't have to be Georgia State related, uh, and it's only bold. <laughs> Because it's it's happening on this podcast and not for any other reason, uh, but I think I think Coastal wins the Sun Belt and is is ranked at the end of the season. Ooh, oh, I don't like that at all. I know, I know. Like I said, it's only bold because. So you don't you don't you think believe it that, though? Yeah, I think, think that'll happen. Yep. You you don't think that last season was a fluke for them? You actually think they're the real deal, Holyfield? I, yeah, I definitely do. Wow. I, I mean, okay. Twelve games is a lot of a lot of games to you know be a fluke. There's no, there's. I don't think there's seasonal flukes. That's a lot of weeks. Yeah. Uh, well, John says uh, five all all Sun Belt first team selections for Georgia State. Yep, I agree. Uh, and those five all Sun Belt first team selections will beat the snot out of Coastal Carolina this year. So yeah, that's, uh, that's my. I had a loss there. I, I don't. I don't think so. I believe in matchups. That's what I was going to say earlier too. And uh, I think the matchup is just not good. That's why they beat the snot out of us last year. My bold prediction was going to be that I was going to agree with Ryan, but uh, now I'm just going to take that back and be like, no, no, that's that's something I can't believe in. Nice. You should always check with me before you agree with me because I <laughs> will say some messed up things. You will find the way to say something yeah. you disagree with. I put down a couple of things that I uh, liked, and I don't think any are really that bold other than – and I'm not just saying this because of the podcast. I'm not just saying this because of my bias. Georgia State wins the East this year. Ooh, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. That's bold. That is bold. I think so. That means I mean, we I have to they... both, both Appy and Coastal, probably. We do. And I, I also expect Coastal to, to falter. So, I mean, the, the trash down south may even beat Coastal this year. They're going to be so bad. <laughs> what? Why would, why, what would indicate that, that they'd that, be that, that bad? That, that's going to be uh, uh, trash down south's only win this year is beating Coastal. And and we'll and we'll get mad and hate on them because it makes our win over Coastal look worse because even that crap down there could beat them. So that'll be that'll, that'll be what's going to happen this season. Oh boy! I mean, you do realize they have the easiest schedule in the Sun Belt, right? It's uh, the Sun Belt, y'all. It's and, and just, overall, just like the whole schedule is the easiest. You're talking about Coastal, right? Yeah. Yeah, Coastal has the easiest schedule in the Sun Belt. They they could very easily start the season what five and zero. 
six and zero or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and then, that's what I, that's what I said. And then that picked by the Sun Belt. They're well, it's all out of conference. They they have like a cakewalk of out of conference, but they just won't look that good. They're not going to do that well. But once they get into actual playing East Division games, and they miss they, they luck out by not playing Lafayette. So. Whatever. All right. Cool. Uh, let's talk about it. that's cool. We'll, we'll talk more about Army game next week and everything like that. But uh, let's see what's going on right now. We have this weekend college game day is at Georgia State, and Ryan's going out of town, so he can't be there to enjoy it. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, I don't know, share my Wi Fi with you or something. I don't, what do you, I don't know what you need. Uh, well, I was going to say that we could use just like your driveway to park in. But I saw that the green and blue lots open at 5 a.m. on Saturday. And what that tells me, what that tells me is they want me to tailgate at 5 a.m. on Saturday morning. That's what I got. That's what I gather from this. Yeah. So, so Tim, you up for it, man? 5 a.m. tailgate? I know you got a United game that afternoon, but I think you can make a, it happen. A 5 a.m. tailgate for not a game. Oof. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm ah, come on! Saying you're gonna do it. Well, at five a.m., everybody in my house is still asleep. I can sneak out so you can before they w- exactly before <laughs> they wake up. She's like, where, where'd David go? <laughs> yeah, but she won't even she won't even wake up until like nine thirty or ten. So, like, where is he? I'm like, I'm on my way home, babe. Love you. <laughs> I'm bringing donuts. I'm bringing do- yeah, I'm bringing donuts from Hero. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> this works out very, very well. No, I hope there's a good contingent of Georgia State fans that come out to the game or come out to the game day. Be cool to do that. I got I got some State of Atlanta flags ordered. I was hoping they would arrive today, but I guess they're coming here tomorrow. Uh, I think it'd be fun. Fix think we'll that, get... Yeah, yeah, we'll fix that. Uh, I think it's kind of cool. Be right out there where we used to tailgate. Uh, I think like what years two and three of being at uh, Georgia State Stadium. It's, it's basically where the pack event was those couple of years. Be good. Run that nub right at Georgia Ave and Hank Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Tim, you are coming down though, right? That, that this yes. is. No, the, I'll be there for game day. Absolutely. Yeah, right, practicing. Right. I don't know how to wave a flag. Do you have a sign? Not- are you are you making a sign? No. Oh I'm come on, man. Flag. We gotta have signs. We gotta have something to get on the TV. That's fine, Swack. You can use our stadium. <laughs> I don't even I know. Is it the Swack? I think it's, it's the a, Swack. Yeah, right? it's, it's, it's the Meek Swack Challenge kickoff. Okay, Swack. Okay. Uh, I looked. I looked this up, so I'd have it. North uh, or NC Central Eagles. I'm assuming the NC stands for North Carolina. We, uh, we played them. We played them back in the day. Yeah. Did we? On. It's probably the the best live band I've seen ever. I mean, their their band was amazing. I would assume both teams are bringing their bands, and I'm assuming their oh, halftime yeah. show is going to be fantastic. Yeah, uh, against uh, the, the Alcorn State Braves. So once we get again, we get a, a Braves team playing in the stadium. You know, all right. Are they going to like do home runs when they score a touchdown? I don't. How, John? How do you keep this in your head? He's saying that the uh, the like, Central like Eagles was the first uh, overtime game for Georgia State. I notice he says overtime game, not overtime win. So. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Select words there, John. I like it. Yeah, uh, and uh, Matthew's tailgate for other schools game. No, we're tailgating for college game day. We're, co- we're tailgating for ESPN. 
we're tailgating for going over there and drinking more and waving flags and being stupid. Yeah. And I'll people do at game day. Like I will I will tailgate anything. If you want if you want me to come tailgate you walking out of your office building from work one day, I'll come <laughs> I'll I'll go set up a table and, and have a tent and and have a, a cooler full of beer and bring out the Blackstone and girdle up some burgers. Yeah. I have I have had to ask David to leave at weird times. Yeah, that's true. It's, I mean, it's not true. I love tailgating too. <laughs> Plenty of people come to game day that don't care about whoever's playing. I mean, when I've gone in Athens for Georgia games, you got people from Texas, that guy from Washington State. Oh, yeah. Comes to every game day to wave the Washington State Cougars flag. I mean, there's a lot of people from other schools that yeah. come just to hang out and be part of the experience. It's that's what cool. I was going to say. I, yeah. I just thought about this when you said this. Yeah, is it Washington State? Is that is that the flag that's been at every single game or every yeah. single game day show? Yeah. So uh, be yeah, there, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, they've got to be there. They have like an entire like their own message board about shipping this flag around and going to every single uh, game day. So they'll definitely be here. And I think there was even they did a, one of the stories about it. And I think there was one where they, it got lost in shipping or something. And I think ESPN even helped them out on wow. doing something, getting out there. And then there was um, maybe it was an Army Navy game and they were doing college game day from uh, a naval ship. And the, the Washington State guys like took a boat out and they just had their boat out next. To- <laughs> Notice waving it in the background. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. So yeah, we, we should find those guys and get some pictures with the state of Atlanta flag with them. <clears throat> Nico, good. Uh, let's see what else, what's going on. Um, so uh, one, it's it's very simple, not very uh, uh, thoughtful. But I, I was thinking we should get a Georgia State twenty twenty five national champion uh, f- uh, poster or board uh, <laughs> sign out there. That would get some attention, actually. Yeah, they might uh, even actually I'm, pick it up for new story with it. Right, right. That one, and uh, then another easy one is, "Hey Georgia, schedule Georgia State, you cowards." So, although I did, I thought about something, thinking about Georgia State and Georgia football. Georgia and Georgia State are the only two football playing universities in the state that have a winning record against every other Georgia football playing school they've played. Like, we've beaten, uh, yeah, we have a winning record against the Trash Down South. We got a winning record against Savannah. We got a winning record, isn't shorter here. And then Georgia's got a winning record against everybody, but right. so we're, yeah, we got a winning record against every school in Georgia that has played us, and only only Georgia can say that, other than us. So it sounded cool to me. Apparently, it's stupid. Yeah, um, I mean, I like it. Would you play Georgia, beat them, and never play them again, just to hold that record? Yeah. Yeah, Clark Atlanta and Kennesaw are two other uh, Georgia schools that we we have a winning record against. And uh, Kennesaw scheduled a 2025 matchup with Georgia Southern. Um, so, sorry, hope you don't catch anything. Can you get an Eagle Creek vaccine? Are they, are they administering those? Do you, you probably need like a lot of booster shots for that one. It doesn't even have emergency approval, so I don't know. <laughs> if anything should, that one would. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, you guys kind of let that one just die out, didn't you? It, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, you talk about underdog dynasty, talk uh, about some predictions, everything about Monroe. They actually had a uh, Georgia State season preview article that came out. It was kind of all right. They said um, 
the realistic goal for the team is seven and five and anything less than six and six is a disappointment, which we've said for a long time. Yeah, that's I like when they say that though. That's, that's solid. Yeah. That's what we should actually do every year. Six and six right. is the minimum. Yeah. We've been we've been saying that for I mean pretty much ever since we got went to our first bowl game is that you, you accept nothing less than six and six, and uh, but it's good to see that from somebody else, especially from like a, a place like Underdog Dynasty, which is known to have uh, I think multiple trash down South riders on the on the staff. So must have um, gotten rid of some of them, maybe and replaced them with actually reputable um, journals. Yeah. yeah, rest in peace. So they listed uh, the important games as Auburn and the trash down South saying Auburn's a near impossible win, but a strong showing would boost morale going into the app state game the following week. But Tim, you already have us winning that game. So you're not yeah. really worried about that. Basically what you're saying is it's going to be uh, app states more important because that becomes a trap game after beating Auburn. Absolutely. It becomes a trap game. We'll be <laughs> flying high. We won't even know what's going on. Rolling into Saturday with that, and I guarantee you we still won't because we'll just like uh, roll over App State as well, and then be like, we'll show up the following set, or I guess we'll show up, show up on the uh, have to head down to Monroe the following Saturday and be like, oh wait, did we have another game we we're supposed to do? Oh, I forgot we already beat App State, so that was stupid. Um, but yeah, and then they said the Trash Down South was another uh, important game, and I don't even know how important. I mean, Why is obviously. That Wait, hold on. I, don't, I mean, it's important to the extent that it, from a fan base that we just want to you know, beat those guys every year. But be at five and three. I mean, why. like if you were to pick the most important games, and let's just say conference games of the season, how high up the list would Trash Down South be for you guys? Wait, what was the first part of that question? If you, if you were to pick the most important conference games of the season for Georgia State, uh, which 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 games would they be? I mean, I think Southern would be near the top of that list every single year, uh, if not at the very tip top, followed by whoever the best team in the East is besides us. Well, I mean, Tim, I'll let you say your thing after I say my thing. Um, I, while I agree that as long as we're in well, – well, anytime we play uh, Southern, that's always going to be an important game. But I going into this season, that's just not a game I'm concerned about. Yeah, obviously – that's the most important one to win. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't think it falls into that category of, yeah, that, that's just another game this season. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's, you know, at coastal Louisiana and then Arkansas state and then Southern because I expect yeah. us to win, you know, a couple of years ago we got thrashed when we weren't even ready to be an FBS, you know, it was really important to win that game. And now yeah. I kind of feel like, well, we should win that game. It's not, Oh my God, we have to. It's like we should. You know? Well, well, when when Georgia State beats App State, that'll get a, you know a little tagline at the bottom of the screen. When Georgia State beats Coastal Carolina, that that'll get some some talk. Whatever. If Georgia State loses as Georgia Southern, no one outside of Georgia State fans and Southern fans will even care about it. Like it just it won't register whatsoever at all. But beating App and beating Coastal uh, does a lot more. Uh, for the program, I mean, look at what Coastal did last year. Like you know, they they had a good season, and ESPN was all about them. Uh, you know, all about that, that was because they beat everybody. That wasn't because they beat the best team in in the Sun Belt. It doesn't move the meter to beat any of these teams individually. But if you put together a season that you win consistently, that moves the meter. So it's it's you know none of these teams move the meter for any of these people. 
Well, if you're going to use logic and stuff like that, then I don't think we can have a conversation here, Ryan. I mean, I'm trying to trash the I agree. I agree. I just, I don't know. I just didn't, I was surprised to see them say that uh, Trash Down South was an important game. I just, I don't find it that important. I find. I want to win that game. If I lose that game, if we lose that, if I lose that game, if we lose that game, I'm I'm ups, I'm I'm generally more upset. And you know, the thirty-four to seven or whatever that score was, my memory sucks. Um, watching that game on TV was like the most fantastic experience. I'm like in here dancing around, like freaking out, like is this really happening? Am I watching this? You know, like I mean. It's hard to describe another time where I've been that excited to watch football. That was the year. Go ahead, Tim. Go ahead, Tim. I was going to say the excitement of being there and not really being able to cheer as much as you wanted to because you had crazy Southern fans next to you staring you down. Fuck them. And then you finally just said, fuck it, and you cheer anyway. They didn't have the banjos out or nothing, did they? Oh, whoops. As if they they have enough skill to play a banjo. But so I guess we actually have three different perspectives on that game. Because so, Ryan, you were watching on TV. Tim, you were there risking your life. And I was upper decking it. Yeah, upper decking it. And then I was in Tampa. That was the year I went to every Falcons game, home and away. And we were playing Tampa that week. And so I was at a bar just and my wife did not want me to be watching a game on my phone at a bar. And so I just like was getting the updates. And as it got into like the third quarter, she's like, fine, you can, you can, you can pull it up and this everything. Is worse. This is because you're sitting there like refreshing and like, yeah. yeah. And then I, there, it turns out there's the table next to me. He's got these people wearing Florida state stuff and we start talking. Yeah. They were wearing Florida state stuff, but they had actually gone to Georgia state. So we all get together and we're watching on my phone. And then my, my one of my Georgia Southern friends starts texting me in the fourth quarter saying, "Congrats on the win." I'm like, "No, no, <laughs> too soon." <laughs> yeah, and this is this is before the Falcons collapsed in the Super Bowl. Like, I mean, I already knew back then that Atlanta teams could not you know, pull it out. And <laughs> they always and I, it I, I was uh, I was worried about the outcome of the game, but yeah. So that's kind of funny. We each have uh, three different ways of watching that game. Uh, I was yeah. all by myself in this living room. <laughs> <laughs> there was someone from Southern that did uh, say indescript words towards our cheering section who actually came over, which was also scary, and apologized for being a Southern fan. <laughs> they apologized for being a Southern fan? Well, they really apologized for using indescript words that shouldn't be repeated oh. on a family-friendly podcast such as State of Atlanta. Wow. I think you. I think both of you guys just blew that out uh, within the past two or three minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's, it just happens when you talk about that. I got excited. I got excited. I get. I told you, man. They, 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 like the feelings they well up inside of me. That's how I know that that's the more important game for me. Because like yeah. you know, App State beats us, and we're like, yeah, that was supposed to happen. We beat them, and it's like, hey, that's pretty cool. That's the first time for that. But like Georgia Southern, we're like. You know, we lose to them, and it's the end of the season, and we we win against them, and it's like we're done, we're done here. Well, Matthew brings up a good point. It's uh, the Southern win, Southern game is an important win to keep that win loss advantage. But even if we lose this game, it goes back to being tied. Yeah, yeah we yeah. don't ever want to be tied again, though. Either I, I don't no, want to be tied yeah, again either. I, I kind of enjoyed being up a couple games on them. We yeah, so seriously, maybe you guys have uh, have convince me that yeah that that maybe that southern game is more important than i thought it was 
when I uh, saw Underdog writing about it. So, yeah, okay, I'll go with that. There's another question. Was it? Uh, what did you say, Matthew? Uh, Southern fans would have never imagined that we'd have a winning no. record. Oh no. my God. Oh man, look at the message boards. Look, they said Panther we never talk. win for like 10 years, right? Panther Talk specifically, they said we should never had football. They were on there every day. They were talking about everything, how we were, our program was going to fold. It would take us 20 years to beat them, blah, blah, blah. Man, Panther Talk has become so much nicer after 34 7 because they <laughs> rarely they show up. They rarely show up. Oh my god. Well, goodness. if you remember, it was that article that Ben wrote that said they were scared to schedule us that really like um I mean they they flipped out over that and it and they hadn't played us at that point. They were kind of scared to schedule us, it felt like. And then uh turns out they put us on the schedule and well we beat the snot out of them. So <laughs> well they didn't put us on the schedule. They they moved up to our level of playing sure. football. They so forced it on the schedule. We ended up on their schedule. And yeah, exactly. And it didn't work out, out too that, good for them. It, well, it didn't turn out turn out that well for us that first season. But we all knew going into that game we, we were, were going to get our asses. Yeah. We were going to get our asses handed to us that season. There was no doubt about it. We yeah, still put we, a. We got. We, still, we all got a taste of like what was to come for you know what southern fans look like what they act like not even the fans though it was the players the coaches like the the heaps of disrespect they they gave us and it was like you know what all right we're we're gonna do this now all right right <laughs> this was just a right. football game and now it's more than that oh yeah I mean, it definitely i, I was uh I, you know, I did a barbecue competition this weekend and i was talking to some of the people competitors around me and it turns out that, uh, this one uh, couple that I, I was uh, cooking right next to, I didn't, didn't mention anything about Georgia State for the longest time. And then finally, you know, we're talking about doing future cooks together. And I'm like, well, you know, you know, football starts. I have season tickets to Falcons and Georgia State. So I can't do anything until, you know, February, March timeframe. And like, oh, yeah, we used to have Georgia State season tickets. And we started talking about that. Their son was in the band, the marching band at Georgia State. Cool. They went to those games. They were at uh, thirty-four to seven. They were uh, they were at uh, uh, the first game playing Southern at the Georgia Dome, and they talked about how horrible that fan base was. And I was like, I know, I know, you're right. Preaching you're right. the choir. Keep talking. It, I love it. Exactly, exactly. But it was fun. It was cool talking to them. Just you know, I, I talk about Georgia State so much to everyone around me. I was surprised I held back that long. But once they mentioned the comment about having season tickets and their son, like their son was in the that uh, uh, the Macy's Day Parade, mm, yeah, March cool. and everything. So yeah, and so there's they were telling me the girl that slipped and fell. That was the big thing. There was a girl that slipped and fell on that the March. Thing. Yeah. So apparently, what it was for whatever reason, they had put in tape at the bottom of all the girls' shoes for some reason. I don't know if it was supposed to be a sticky side out or something, but uh, it was like frozen out there. And the girl, <laughs> just her foot hits hit some paint or something and yeah, went tumbling down. That is my favorite video to see. Uh, I have it recorded somewhere. I feel so bad for the girl because it's so bad. I, I was watching that at my grandfather's house and it, 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 it was so weird. The camera cuts to this girl and immediately, immediately she is bus ass. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, All right, I would, uh, we got a question. Uh, another one from Matthew. Should Georgia State schedule Mercer? What say you guys? How much are they going to pay us? <laughs> That's not how that works. We got to pay them. 
I'm tired of painting FCS teams. I don't want to paint. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with. It. I think. <clears throat> I think. Um, anytime you you're that close to another school, it makes sense to schedule them because it's an easy travel for them. You can, you we can probably uh, pay them a little less to come up here because. Yep. I mean, they could, they, they could stay in in Macon and, and drive up that morning. I mean, it's it's not even that big a deal. So, um, I I think you should always schedule stuff like that. And if they want to if they want to schedule us, then yeah, that's a good pay game for us. A good game to pay for us. Yep. Wait, what was your take on that, Tim? You're not, not a fan? No, I'm fine with it. I mean, of the, you know, if you're looking at like Kennesaw versus Mercer, Mercer's probably the more sure win. If there's a sure win, FCS teams for Georgia State. Um, right. Kennesaw, man, that, that game, whew, heart attack. Yeah, that was, that was rough. I mean, so obviously we should. I'm still so shell shocked from playing FCS teams as an FBS team. We have struggled so hard and have won so few times. But yeah, I think we're finally reaching that point where we think we should be that that playing an FCS team is supposed to be the gimme game. Like we're, we're like we're playing Charlotte this year. That that's our gimme game. It's our FCS team. Ooh, that's some fighting <laughs> words. Might bring Charlotte on. No, but I, I I I think that we should get similar to how uh, both Georgia and Georgia Tech. Had the trash down south and a regular rotation when not anymore, but, but not, not anymore, not anymore. But I think that we should do the same thing with both Kennesaw State and Mercer. I mean, I think it makes sense. You know, not every year, not every other year, but once every four years or something, you play one of those. You throw, you throw those guys a bone, and uh, sure, I, I'm for it. And you keep the money in the well. Mercer's private, right? Never mind. Yeah. I was going to say keep it in the University System of Georgia, but I think Kennesaw, you do that. Mercer, you don't. Yeah, I mean, also it's less, you know, less expensive for Georgia State to host those games, right? You get some local fan interest, and the Mercer fans will come up, so you'll get fan uh, attendance going. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever want to go to Kennesaw or Mercer? No, oh, right? well, no. Yeah. As as Ben says all the time, you know, FBS programs do not play yeah. at FCS teams, and I, I and I would not even want to do a um, a neutral site like at Mercedes Benz or Truist Park. I wouldn't want to do something like that with one of those teams either. Can Truist Park uh, is it equipped for for football field? It does. Yeah, they played, plays there. Kennesaw actually plays. Play, they played a game. Do they play multiple games there? I, I know they played one. Maybe that was only one, but I know they've hosted multiple football games there. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Does so. it look like the like uh, the Raiders field or whatever, or the Oakland Raiders field? They do it down the third baseline, I think, just like our field. I, well, well, our field we like really went in and, well, and like, so reconstructed and reconstructed. But like, you know, if you if you watched Oakland play when with the Raiders play when they were in Oakland, and we, you could see the baseball diamond. It was really hard to like kind of tell where you were on the field because it was all like weirdly colored and. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hell, it was like, center field all the way. I yeah. went to a, a game there. It was really awkward. It's time. weird. Yeah. Same thing at Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. You know, we had the Falcons and the Braves playing on the same field. So, yeah, it looks, uh, it looks John, awkward. yes. Kennesaw and Jack State did play, and it took forever for someone to win, and Jack State threw it away. But that's it. I always like Jacksonville State. Good memories for the, the Drew Little quick kick. I just liked I just liked <laughs> them. You know, we went to that game and, and had a good time, and uh, – you know, I I just I just yeah for whatever reason I like them. I, uh, that was 
I think that was one of the first games. I, Ryan, I had known you, and we we had tailgate together. But I think that was one of the first times we really kind of just hung out at the tailgate together and really just like talk smack and had a good time and everything. As, I as I meant to meet up, and like I showed up, and you were there, and I was like, all right, well, this is where we're hanging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we had a couple other Georgia uh, State games. We actually, had, you know, we're, we're back to having games now again. We had soccer and volleyball played this past week. Uh, we went as a university. We went three one and one. All right, nice. But there were some exhibition games in there, so really we went one and one. Oh, but yeah, oh. that's fine. We're five hundred. You know, um, I had the games here. We said. Uh, Men uh, won their uh, their um, exhibition game against Presbyterian and tied with Clemson exhibition. And then this week they get their, their real season started uh, this Thursday playing North Florida at the new soccer complex. And then they're at Mercer, speaking of Mercer. Uh, on Sunday, women lost to Mercer at the new soccer complex, 0-1, to one, and then beat Chattanooga up there, 1-0. And they got, they're heading up to UGA, heading to Athens on Thursday this week. It's obviously a W right there. So, yeah. uh, obviously. Yeah. Uh, then they, uh, they'll be back Sunday on ESPN Plus playing Davidson at the new soccer complex. So may uh, tune into that since NFL will, not, will have not started yet. And I'm going to kiss on Sunday. I'm going to kiss Sunday night. Are you? Right. Yeah. All right, uh, where, where is that? At the worst music venue in all of Atlanta. Uh, is that the one near my house? Um, no. Lakewood? Yeah. I hate that place. I hate that place. <laughs> I thought people like it. I've never been. <clears throat> oh, my God, it's so bad. We've we've, uh, we've taken Tally to the dog park up on the hill, but that's about it. That's as close it, sm- as it, it smells like a toilet bowl. Yeah. It's the dog park up on the hill. It's, it just runs down. No, 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 no. It's people just peeing everywhere at that uh, stadium. That venue is horrible. Uh, but anyhow, I just thought about that because of the alcohol and stuff. But I, I'm uh, hoping to see Dave Cohen because, you know, it's Kiss in Atlanta. You know he's going to be there. Well, he'll be backstage, though, watching from, from there. I mean, he's, he's VIP. I don't know if he is. <laughs> Come on, man. He's seen pictures. Yeah, well, you get, I've seen the pictures. Yeah, when you, when you go to every single Kiss concert, you're bound to get pictures. It's it's the voice, man. You know, he can he's he the, wherever he wants. He's an Atlanta celebrity. He's an Atlanta right. celebrity for sure, for sure. Uh, also, we had volleyball played at Chattanooga one five zero because volleyball team uh, kicks ass. So they have uh, the GSU Invitationals this weekend. They're playing Chattanooga, California Baptist, and Memphis. So there's that. So other sports. Um, see, hell, we're 43 minutes in, guys. I got a couple more things. We can do the last call with them, if, or if you want to talk about uh, Ryan, your your Jordan Yates tweet. Who's that? Last call it. All right, all right. <laughs> last call it. You 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 sent the tweet over. I know. I'm just messing with you. I, I, <laughs> I was like, wait, he doesn't know what he sent. You said it for like you said Jordan Yates, and I was like, "What?" And then and then I, I I picked it up. It's the one thing you sent me about this episode tonight. So, <laughs> well, I didn't even necessarily know that that we'd talk about it, uh, but you know, I see that stuff a lot, and then we just don't talk about everything. I think. 
Yeah, I tend to drink a lot and forget about things. So that, that's more of a me thing than anything else at all. So to write down. I've got I've got notes. You gotta write it down when I say it. Yeah. I have I've pen and paper. <laughs> I have anal- I, I have an analog iPad. So all right guys. Uh yeah, you ready to last call it? Yeah, yeah. man. Let's go. Cool, cool. Well, thanks everybody for uh, watching and uh, uh, interacting with the comments and the questions. It's fantastic. We're going to do a last call. We're going to drink some more, talk a little bit. Well, these guys have already been talking with the same foul mouth that we'll talk about on last call, but uh, we'll talk a little more about it. It was a precursor. uh... (laughs) You can find last call on our Patreon page, free to everybody, patreon.com slash state of Atlanta, available on Friday mornings. If you subscribe for three bucks a month, you get it immediately available to you when I, whenever I get around to posting it as well as access to our private group chat and discounts on our merchandise discounts on our bus trip to Auburn. Uh, yes. Booze bus. Booze bus to Auburn. I don't even have the link for it. Where is it? There we go. That's the wrong one. Well, we need Auburn that. Yeah. Yeah. com to go to Auburn. I, I think guys, I think we're gonna have a couple of uh, Auburn folks on this bus. That's all right. Uh, Did yeah. they buy the expensive tickets hopefully? Well, they better. That's that's what it's there for. That's the rule. We get to kick them <laughs> off halfway there if they didn't pay for that. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, you get ten bucks off of the bus trip just by being a Patreon member. It's three bucks a month to join. You know. And just Take so around. we're clear, halfway there, that's where you start hearing the banjos. So. When once the time change happens, it's kind of well, like. Well, the time change is at the border. Is that is that not where the banjos begin? No, no, no. The ban- no deliverance was filmed in Georgia. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. So, we got some. We got some rural areas. <laughs> Anyhow, check us out, Let's go. We're gonna have some fun uh, for another man, 20, 30, 40 minutes or so. So uh, yeah, thanks, right, for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, I guess say goodbye, guys. Right? <laughs> goodbye, guys. Peace. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much and go Panthers.